is Primetime Sports, WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at, at the, game. The, 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 game. the game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. John Dinkins in the house, along with Brian Barrett, Clark Blair, and Rod Edwards, all here getting ready for fall break. It's 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 getting soon here, Clark. Uh, seven hours to be exact of school time. <laughs> but you're not counting, not counting, are you? No. Well, Rod and I don't have to count anymore. We just kind of, uh, you know, just take one day at a time, don't we, Rod? Go by with the flow. Pick up whoever we have to pick up the relatives. Take care of them. Now that gets a little hectic this time of year. <laughs> I've been I have been rushed to get uh, grandkids to certain places, and uh, I know Rod, you do that same thing. We're we're kind of the chauffeur service for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm I'm not going to say too much because my daughter might be listening. But uh, anyway, soccer practice. You got when you got a son-in-law that's a soccer coach. Uh, this is really hectic this week, and then it'll ease up after the tournaments. But uh, anyway, we are here this uh, evening, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about, guys. We've got uh, the Braves have won a division series since how many years, Rod? 20? 2001, I think. 2001, 19, 19 years. Wow. And, of course, uh, we've got pigskin picks tonight. We'll talk about football, college football underway. Got a game in in the SEC, too. So we'll talk about that and more here. Uh, but I did want to mention that, uh, Clark, you're going out of town, I think, for fall break, aren't you? Yes, sir, for a couple of days. Oh, can you wait till Monday? No, never mind. I, I, was, <laughs> I was begging somebody to take a couple of interviews off my hands this weekend. But I got it worked out, Clark. Don't worry. You know, we, we wanted you to do that for me, but I got it all worked out. We've got more to come here on Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas T. Stay right here with us. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice also Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsup.com. If you're thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom, come see us at Carpets by Osborne. Carpets by Osborne is a family-owned business, and we stand behind our work. Carpets by Osborne, with you every step of the way. I'm Brad Bug. And I am Heather Guerin. Carpets by Osborne specializes in commercial flooring and commercial projects. Visit our spacious showroom at 1402 Northwest Broad Street. Next to Tire World. Or we are happy to come to you. Carpets by Osborne. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. 
We handle everything. We're at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard talking with Stacy Potts Orifice. And if it's on, under, or inside of a vehicle, they can work on it. We do anything from small engine repairs to installing engines and transmissions. Still even just your simple everyday things like oil changes, brakes, all suspension work, anything related to drivability concerns, emissions testing. Plus tires and alignment at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard near the county school board office. 867-6622. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-896-2013 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. And you can bet they'll be there to capture memories from sports games, school concerts, graduations, proms, choir events, and more. If it's a school event, Loveless is probably there. And your photos can be viewed and purchased at lovelessphotography.com. They've got lots of galleries, so spend some time discovering at lovelessphotography.com. 615-890-1558. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back here to Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. I want to remind you our friends at Ideas Tees are there for your screen printing, embroidery, and specialty items needs. If you need uh, your business, your uh, family members, you know, uh, favorite baseball team or the, you know, the little league teams, they, they can do just about anything. So uh, church groups, civic organizations, they can take care of it all. Screen printing, embroidery, and much more. Plus, Ideas Tees is the home of Raider Tees. For all of your Blue Raider merchandise, you need to stop by and uh, see their showroom. If it's blue and white, they've got it for you. And if it's something that uh, they don't have, they can certainly get it. But I challenge you to find something they don't have with the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders, blue and white. So, uh, Tell you what, we've got homecoming coming up as well, so that'll be a big event here in town, so you need to get ready for that. Visit their showroom, 910 Richley Road, right behind Chewy's. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to... Uh, Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees and uh, now a word from Ideas Tees, our sponsor. Well, they have got everything ready to go here for the big weekend. It's homecoming weekend, of course, so you need to stop on by and shop at Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road. That's where you can pick up all of your Blue Raider gear and get ready for the homecoming game uh, or anything blue and white. They can take care of it. Might uh, start thinking about Christmas, maybe some birthdays down the road. That's 910 Ridgely Road. Our friends at Raider Tees, they operate uh, are operated by Ideas Tees, which bring you the program. They've been busy with uh, state golf and a lot of uh, state tournament stuff coming up. Volleyball will be soon and, of course, football down the road. We've got a ways to get there for that. But uh, they are the official TSSAA merchandise source as well. But they've got time to help you out. So uh, stop on by if you've got ideas. Uh, they can put it on shirts and hats and specialty items like no one else. That's Ideas Tees bringing you tonight's program. 
been with us for many, many years, even uh, when we were on Mondays. Yeah, a couple of decades at yeah, least. That's true. Uh, want to talk? Uh, we're going to get things started with uh, talking a little baseball. We've got uh, good news for Braves fans as they won today, uh, five to nothing over the Cincinnati Reds. They did not give up an earned run to the Reds the entire two games, which, uh, you know, I talked last week and I was saying, boy, our pitching was not strong, not strong enough to maybe even get out of a series. But uh, they did. They pitched great. And uh, hats off to Ian Anderson today, who gave up uh, no runs on two hits. I think he struck out seven or eight, something like that. Which just goes to show you, Rod, that you never know exactly what's going to happen playoffs. Uh, this guy was 22 years old and uh, had only had like five starts before that. And uh, I think he's number three on the Braves' um, you know, prospect list and came in and with all the injuries the Braves had and really did a good job today. And, uh, of course, Max Fried was their ace and uh, coming in. And he did a good uh, good job the day before. Um, you notice too. Uh, recently, it seems like some of our uh, young rookies coming up are just more mature, uh, ready for the you know big time than we've had in the past. Uh, just like uh, Anderson, that in that game, you know, is very dominant. Isn't Matzik? Uh, isn't he also a rookie? He actually sort of a rookie, but he was with the Colorado Rockies and did develop the the yips. He couldn't throw the throw the ball for a strike he was wild and crazy and then then he's gotten he went back to minor leagues and came back so yeah he's not got a lot of experience either and so, so it's all a lot of times it was full i can still remember the first hero i remember is bobby richardson second base uh 12 hits in the world series for the yankees back in a long time ago and uh every year there seems to be somebody that you don't expect to be the hero ends up being the hero it uh, was a series, Clark, that the Reds had runners on. I mean, uh, a lot, especially in that first game, and just couldn't get a run across. I'd like to invoke the Luca rule here <laughs> and not talk baseball. <laughs> uh, yeah, 13, 13 runners. We had chances to just get somebody across. I don't know. Uh, John, were you watching the game yesterday? I did not. Um, I was following it on my phone, and I could tell that I think they had 11 hits in that first game, and I couldn't believe that they didn't get a run across. And uh, I think, what, the bases loaded two or three times in that game. Two or three times, even in the extra innings. It's like, I mean, first and third, nope, maybe one out. It was one of the times I looked at my phone and saw it, I thought, just get a fly ball. Just get something out of the infield. Nope. Couldn't do it, but that's that's playoff baseball. That's what makes it exciting. It is crazy. And, of course, teams do things that uh, – in fact, they almost had a run, but Austin Riley dove at him and uh, tagged him out. That was very close, and that could have easily gone the other way. Um, but a big hit from Freddie Freeman last uh, yesterday in yesterday's game. They had a big <laughs> – <laughs> Sorry, Clark. They had a, a big home run out of uh, Ozuna uh, today to kind of uh, clinch it. But uh, really, it all boils down to pitching. The Braves got it here. Now, whether that can continue, you never know about young guys, Rod. No, it, one series can be different than the next. It's like last year we had a nice series with the Braves, but then we didn't have a very good series with Washington. 
Oh, well, yeah, I remember that now, yeah. One to the next. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, it is. Uh, they uh, – and the Cardinals, uh, they're one up in their series, and uh, they're hopefully going to play tonight. And um, uh, you got Wayne Ride, which is a veteran. you got to like your chances tonight in this game. Well, you feel good about it, but uh, San Diego is really dangerous. And I tell you, uh, the – Fernando Tatis Jr., he's uh, the real deal. Uh, last night, I mean, he had a couple hits, but he hit a rope with a runner on base. It looked like it was going out, and it just happened to – Fowler made a great catch up against the – by the wall, and that was a tough pitch that he hit. So, you, you're, they're never out with that, that – him and my, uh, Machado especially leading that force. You want to try to keep them in the park, don't you? I mean, they, they can hurt right. you with a long ball uh, – as the Reds found out today. Oh, sorry again, Clark. Well, I, I was just thinking back to to yesterday, and you know, it could be a totally different series. Game two could have been totally different if the Reds had won that game. You know, would it have gone three games? Would it have been uh, the the Reds sweeping? Winning that first game is always huge in these short series, aren't they, Clark? They are, and like I said before the show, I know Sonny was going to pitch game three, and that had been really exciting locally to see what Sonny could have done in a matchup like that. But, you know, you know, thinking about St. Louis and then the Braves, you know, they're, they're getting to rest their pitchers now. They don't play again until next week. So, I mean, that's huge for them to have the days off and try to get, you know, get those arms rested and their bullpens rested because I mean, we couldn't do anything. And, Rod, when it comes down to rest, you, you really wanted to see maybe – Right, the third pitcher the Braves were going to use from Vanderbilt in the game today. If 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 you'd have known what you what you if you knew what was going to happen, you had a crystal ball and knew that was going to happen today. You probably would have liked to have seen him maybe pitch an inning just to get some work because he's you know this is going to be like uh, what almost two weeks that he hasn't pitched. And right, they're going to have to have it. and it's five days before you play again. I mean, yeah. you don't play till Tuesday. So that's going, you know. I mean, you don't you don't know what rest is going to do for a team. Uh, it, it's just you just got to play them each one one series at a time. Every, every series can be different. Somebody can look like they're world beaters. They get, they're doing great. But this is the time of year, though, for fundamentals. I mean, I was listening to the radio today, and they said Freddie Freeman made a great catch on a line drive, went way up. That if it had got, gone for a double, the next batter got a base hit. It, they would have had the run early it might have been a different story if it, if the difference is one to one as opposed to one to nothing you know what's going to happen later in the game well that's a good point rob but it probably wouldn't have, it's still probably they still probably would have won but <laughs> <laughs> now let's go back the reds are out of it clark and and but what do they need to do now uh they've made it to a playoff they got hot toward the end of the season and got into a playoff. That's got to boost their confidence, though, going into next year, in which I think they'll probably play a full schedule next year, or at least somewhat. And uh, that's got to boost them. They've got a good pitching staff. They, I think Trevor Bauer is the man they've got, they really need to have. They do. I think, obviously, the hitting side of it, you, you, know, you look at their lineup, and other than their pitching staff, you basically don't know many people. I mean, you might know a Joey Votto, uh, you know, locally, the Sensel kid, because he's from Tennessee, you might know him, but there's not a lot of big names in the lineup as far as hitting, and that's where they've got to find somebody. 
Their bullpen is in pretty good shape too. They've got uh, so they've got a couple of key holes. I think Bauer is is he a free agent next uh, this this coming off season? Is he or because I think he's doing one. He's going to do the one year contract thing. He's he has made the statement that he's going to do one year contracts throughout the rest of his career. Which if you're pitching like he is, that's probably a good deal. Yeah, he's going to make a lot of money uh, out of the market if he's available. Of course, he made lean towards Cincinnati, Rod, because they gave him a you know they they've kind of rode his back, and uh, right. I know they're going to want to have him back. He was kind of losing a little bit in Cleveland, you know, where he, they weren't as as in favor as they had been earlier, and so that they did support him and get him back on track, and you know maybe the pitching coach had something to do with that too. Well, I don't know what the decision was made, but uh, Brian is wearing a brave shirt today, and uh, in honor of the uh, victory. And did you did you know up front that it was going to happen? Did you feel it today? I did. You mm-hmm. did. A- after yesterday, I I just really thought after you win that first game that that would go a long way, and I I think it um, boosted the Braves. I I think if, if that game had gone the other way, I I don't know that I would have felt quite as confident. So, uh, but. You know, being in that uh, National League Division Series now, it's either going to be Miami or the Cubs. Um, any thoughts on on how that might turn out? Well, I'll start. I think with Miami, the Braves have one edge. They've beaten them a lot. Yeah. And I think that has to weigh in their mind a little bit. I don't think the Mar- Marlin bullpen is as good as the Braves. I, I think that's where the Braves' strength is this year is their bullpen. If you can get it to the sixth inning and you're still in the game, your chances are pretty good. And, Rod, uh, you know you know about bullpens and the Cardinals and that kind of thing. Uh, if your starting pitching can get you to the sixth inning or so, that's a big boost if you've got a good bullpen. And in a playoff series, except for this year, because there's game after game. Once they start, they're playing five days in a row if they need all five days. But before, you could – uh, pitcher could go five innings, you could get by, but you're going to need a little bit longer out of your pitchers, or you're going to wear out your bullpen uh, getting later part of the series. And what you're going to happen? I knew he would go. I know. I knew he'd go that direction. <laughs> so I'm going to counter that with the Braves' problem right now is if they go to four out of seven, or the the three out of five could even be a problem because they don't have the depth in their starting pitching that I think you've got to have to win it all. Now, I'm glad they won the first series, and I'm glad they did that. But, uh, Clark, you've got to have some guns in that starting rotation. They showed it in Cincinnati. But when you got young pitchers, it might be a different story the next time they play somebody else. That's true, and you brought a good point up a while ago. So, game one, if you're a coach in game one, who are you starting? Are you going to let them start back over your rotation or let the kids you talked about that's been sitting for so long take on game one and see what happens? I think you go with your horse. I mean, I, I think you go with Freed and, and Anderson and then right in the third game, take your chances with him. And then hopefully, if you're the Braves, if you've got Freed and, and Anderson and they go seven or eight innings, your bullpen won't be as taxed and they might be able to take up the slack in that game three. You just kind of take your chances to, with that game three. I don't know, Rod, what's, what's your thoughts? Well, uh, one thing that was a little different and interesting, I think, yeah, I would go with your top one, one, two. But uh, uh, San Diego, if they go to the third game, it's going to be a bullpen game since they've lost those two starters. 
Right. And, you know, so which is something you don't usually think of happening, although it's the third game, final game, if they get there, and you have a few days to rest. Uh, we've got – and then if you're talking about the Cubs, we'll wrap it up here with the Cubs that the Braves take, take on the Cubs. Uh, honestly, they're not hitting. They're, they're not the hitting teams that they once were. And uh, you've got your cleanup hitter for them hitting 207, I believe. Uh, they've really struggled. Uh, they've got some pretty pretty good starting pitching. I think their bullpen's a little bit of a problem too. So um, one thing I can say, the least the Braves got through, I think on paper is one of their tougher series because of the Reds pitching. So I think, you know, you you can look forward to that. The Cardinals, who do they play when they if they win, uh, Rod? Uh, L.A. Dodgers. Okay, well, you got a little. Uh, so let's let's set a date. I'll meet. We'll meet you in the uh, National League Championship Series. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> wow, Rod, that's that's pretty good. Well, I, I I really do think that the Braves, if they got past Cincinnati, had a better chance to get to the um, championship series. Good point. Than the road that St. Louis had to go, you know, or, oh, yeah. or anybody yeah, else we, on the other side of the bracket. We may be facing. I mean, we may be facing the two best teams, San yeah. Diego. I mean, it's it's very talented, although. Again, losing your two number one pitchers, that makes a big difference. So that team has changed completely. Well, but, anything uh, they, any, anything can happen, Rod, if you get past the Padres, you know. That's true. Of course, we've had – we've driven uh, Kershaw crazy the last couple of years yeah. – last couple of playoff series. So oh, the Cardinals. Know. The Cardinals in the playoffs, they're always tough. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more here on Primetime Sports presented by Diz Team. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930. 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student-athletes from Fans Heating and Air. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. You just say Rick's, and it means barbecue. That's Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue. Just one chance to eat it. I think you'll come back consistently all the time. And you've got to try that loaded baked potato. We get a lot of compliments on our potatoes. They're loaded down with butter and sour cream and cheese, bacon bits, and loaded with whatever choice of meat you want, beef, ham, pork, or chicken. Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive just off South Church Street. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door and hope you find the customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed Supply caters to all homeowners with a quarter acre to several acres, focusing on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. And yes, you can even get milk from the MTSU dairy at Las Casas Feed Supply, the best milk in town. Las Casas Feed on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. 
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teach Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. We're back here on Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. John, Brian, Clark, Rod, all here. And we're going to shift gears a little bit to a college football conversation. And I'm going to start this week with the Tennessee Vols, who were winners uh, over South Carolina, in which I thought was was a tough game uh, on paper anyway. And uh, they, they did uh, pull one out. Clark, your assessment of the game. Well, the key thing is obviously we won. Coach Pruitt was just glad to get out of there with a W. I thought South Carolina did a really good job attacking Tennessee defensively, knowing uh, what players were out. We had a couple of defensive players out, a defensive back out, and uh, they exploited a freshman quite a few times or a, a linebacker. Tennessee offensively I thought looked solid. Um, you know, it's going to be nice this week to get Cade Mays back in the offensive line since he got a, uh, got approved to play this week. So – you know, head, heading into this week and hosting Missouri, I feel like they're really in good shape playing Missouri at home. Um, a lot of people were calling out our quarterback again, and I was one of them Saturday night watching the game. But, you know, he, he didn't make mistakes, and that's a key thing. Coach Pruitt doesn't want you to make mistakes. So if he's going to throw high or throw long, that's better than throwing an interception. Well, I think that – and that's, that's kind of hampered him in the previous years – uh, you know, when looking at that game, I, I really – that's a game they could have lost, I mean, in the past. And I was i was really tickled to see them hang on and win that game. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't i didn't get on the quarterback as much as probably you did, Clark. But, uh, you know, I, I thought he did some good things. And like you said, he did make mistakes, which is really kind of what you need in your, in your college quarterback. But – it was a game that uh, I have. I would feel like they they have lost in the past, but uh, they had a big win, and uh, that's one and zero, Rod. And it doesn't matter what the final score, as long as you're on top on that final score. Well, that's what seven straight in a row. I think they're getting uh, Pruitt tough, and uh, that's I think it's making a difference. They know how to compete and how how to win when the game's on the line. That's that's a big thing to have. Uh, talking about the quarterback, don't forget they have not had really too many scrimmages and all. You know, get yourself ready. It's kind of kind of late on your scrimmaging area, so uh, maybe it's just a matter of getting themselves in the game with the adrenaline, learning how to 
to gear it down because it seemed like he was usually too strong when his pass is too high. And uh, if he, you know, once he gets, I think, accustomed to that, I think he'll do all right because he did come through the clutch last year. Clark, what you want to do is not get involved in a quarterback deal, right? I mean, this year it needs to be uh, Garantano. He needs to stay there as much as possible, as long as you can hang on to it, because he is going to look ugly at times. I mean, he's, I just think he's that kind of player. But, he, but uh, you know, I, I'd hate to see the, the quarterback carousel start. I don't, I don't think you'll see it this year. He'd have to really have a hard time. To be honest, they threw the ball a lot more than I thought they would last week. Uh, I don't know if that's just because, you know, they felt like they were crowding the line and uh, Tennessee's offensive line wasn't getting the push. Uh, but it was about 50-50. But if he could just – I mean, sometimes I feel like he's a major league pitcher trying to overthrow. You know how sometimes pitchers just try to overthrow? Sometimes his his passes like he's trying to throw a bullet when a nice little touch pass will work for some of his receivers. Now, did you happen to see the uh, Laverne kid, if you watched the game, the Fant boy get a couple of good blocks and a couple of catches? Go yes. Ahead, Brian. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought he played uh, really, really well in that game and, uh, you know, added some depth to that position. So it's always good to see uh, the local kids doing good there on, on Rocky Top. And, um, you know, going on the road, first game, all of these kinds of things, uh, Clark, it, it was – an important game for them to play well and the fact that they won and and played pretty well with some things to work on you know that makes it a whole lot easier going into that Missouri game instead of going in with lots of question marks well a lot of people have predicted you know with the 10 game SEC season five and five and so you know that's a tough pill for Tennessee fans to swallow but definitely that would have been a, a greater hill to climb if yep. we lost that game at South Carolina. Want to switch over to MTSU, Rod? They showed a little life uh, against San Antonio, but it wasn't enough. No, but at least there was some life. <laughs> Didn't see that much life, you know, in the uh, first two games. 563 yards, got the uh, running backs into the game a little bit more. I think that helps then open up the passing game. I think they need to get it get them involved a little bit more than what they have. And I think uh, at least they're heading in the right direction now. We'll see if things can come together. Well, of course, when you do that and now you bring in your rival and it's homecoming and, and all those kinds of things, I, I guess the question is, you know, is it is it enough um, against Western Kentucky? Now, it's not Western Kentucky of the last few years. I mean, it, it's definitely one of those games – that um, maybe is a pick'em. I don't know. It's kind of a pick'em, but I think Western probably still has talent advantage uh, towards uh, MTSU. I would I would give them the edge. Uh, uh, they've played uh, tough opponents closer than what we uh, MTSU has this year. Um, but let's let's see how it goes. But, but we've got to we've got to eliminate the eight eight penalties. Going to kill you in the game. Yeah. You know, and the turnovers, there. you know, the the turnovers and, and when they come just seem mm-hmm. to be gut-wrenching. Right, and it's almost like we don't know how to win anymore. You know, you, you make those mistakes because there's doubts. Well, that's definitely a big game coming up. And, uh, Clark, uh, I want to talk just a little bit. I know you guys 
don't you know just kind of want to race them off the chart. But uh, Vanderbilt game with Texas and A and M that was a I, I, I would suppose that's a surprise. It was it was an eye opener. I mean they had the ball uh, before they turned it over. They were driving there in the fourth quarter. You know they were down seventeen to twelve and had the ball. And I was like, oh my gosh, they could pull the upset, which would be amazing. You know I'm for Vanderbilt ten out of eleven weeks every year. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> I just had to go there, Clark. I'm telling you. Uh, I know that's a typical vol answer to a Vanderbilt question. I'm for them. All the other, 11, yeah, okay. But uh, you know what a what a coup that would have been if they'd have pulled that off. So what what is what is Vanderbilt then? Uh, somebody answer that. What what is Vanderbilt? Are they was that just a game that Texas A&M just played? Horrible. I didn't see the game. didn't Didn't care to watch it because I figured it was going to be a blowout. Well, I think you always see Vanderbilt's strength is defense, and uh, you know this just they just couldn't score. So I mean, he's always strong on the defensive side. That's his forte. He's been his forte for years. But if he could get that quarterback, which I think they're excited about the quarterback they have, if they can find some weapons around him. And Rod, what does that say about Texas A and M? Well. It, it, Right now, it says, you know, they're not very good. Yeah. You know, based on what we thought, but maybe Vanderbilt's better. Uh, but let's go back to uh, Kansas State. They got upset big time first game against Louisiana. Yeah. And they had a lead and, in that game, too. Uh, uh, and then, then they come the next week and they beat Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. So maybe this year, just because of all the strangeness, it's going to be hard to tell where a team is for a couple of weeks down the road yeah i think uh in in that situation you can have a case where if you're trying to pick games if you if you mess up in the first two weeks yeah uh then you could be in trouble and uh well i did good in the first two weeks and i went down after that <laughs> but it's a, it's a crazy year i shot that theory <laughs> it's it's a crazy year though it, that that's absolutely for yeah. sure and uh uh, well, if you think about Vanderbilt, though, as far as Texas a and is concerned, they've got Alabama this week. So no offense to those kids. You look at your schedule, you go, well, we got Vandy, so that'll be our scrimmage before we play Alabama. And they just about got bit. Yeah, and sometimes you hold back a little bit uh, in terms of, you know, you, got, you start thinking about, I don't want to show them too much. I don't want to get injured. Those kind of things all play in your, in your mind. And, and you said it right. I think Vanderbilt's defense – it's pretty tough. Now they've got Vandy, Vanderbilt's got to play uh, LSU, so uh, we'll we'll see if that uh, that uh, maintains that. Speaking of LSU, quickly, you know, no no big quarter, big time quarterback. You no, know, got a new quarterback, and uh, you know that's that may make a difference with them as well. And the well, other thing, what, what, go ahead, Rod. What about uh, Leach in Mississippi State? Six touchdowns by the quarterback. That's not a Mississippi State team. That's not the way they play the game. So he may turn uh, SEC on their ear for a little bit. Well, Tennessee's got Missouri. And uh, uh, Clark, you're the Tennessee guy. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Missouri or what you know about them. Well, they've got a new coach, new offensive system. So they're coming in, you know, trying to figure their way. They played Alabama last week. Didn't look. Didn't look bad at all. I mean, of course, you know, I don't think Alabama was showing much, just kind of like what you mentioned about uh, Texas A&M. So, 
you know, we're still not Tennessee fans may not like this. We're still not in a position where we can just walk in and beat anybody. I mean, we're going to come to play uh, Saturday, even against Missouri. I feel good about our chances, but uh, you know, we've, we've got to come to play. Well, I think you also have to take a look at the SEC as a whole, and you still see those teams who were at the top of the East and the West are are still going to be there and contending. Uh, Alabama and LSU are going to have to deal with them in the West, and Georgia seems to be uh, Georgia and Florida seem to be the the teams to beat in the East. I mean that that story hasn't changed, and I don't know that I feel any different about that after Week One. Uh, what say you, Rod? Uh, I would go along with that. I, usually, it's hard to those that are constantly at the top. It's hard to for somebody else to get into that area. It's a battle. That's what Tennessee's got. You know, it's going to be a couple of years battle to get into that, to that competition. You got to keep improving your personnel, but you've also got to improve your confidence. You've got to learn to compete first. Then you've got to learn how to win before you can take those people on. And Clark, recruiting is the big key. I mean, you've got to keep recruiting. Uh, you can't ride horses. You got to keep bringing the horses in. No, and I think that's where you've seen Tennessee start to make strides. You know, right now they're sitting in a top ten class. I know there's still a lot of time to go as far as that's concerned. But I tell you what, you could see Saturday out of Tennessee you hadn't seen in a while, and that's speed. Uh, I could tell defensively and on the offense with the wide receivers, there was a definite difference in their speed, which is what Pruitt wanted. I always think that's amazing that you can tell, you know, just by from season to season, how speed plays such a big part in the SEC particularly. And uh, you've got to be able to tackle in the SEC, and you've got to have speed. Well, I think you even said at the high school level, we've talked for years about Oakland. You know, the, the their team speed – it's just hard to deal with. And so whether, like I said, at the high school level or we're just talking about Tennessee, you know, you can't teach speed, and every coach knows that. You know, I think what's unfortunate for Tennessee this year is the schedule change and and just having to play the SEC schedule. Because 5-5 five and five probably, you know, if you had to look at their schedule and think, yeah, that's probably what we're looking at. Outside of that, I mean, had it been their normal schedule, I I think there were a couple of extra games in there that they would have would have won. So, I I think for them, unfortunately, the schedule just really is much more difficult for them now, Clark. Well, I think the Texas A and M game, you know, if if Vanderbilt played them straight up, yeah, that gives you a little hope. Uh, you know, Auburn and and Georgia play Saturday, so that'll be a, a good game to watch for those two teams coming down the road for Tennessee in the future. All right. Well, we've talked uh, SEC and uh, MTSU football. We've got more to come. We've got a COVID casualty in uh, our high school areas with uh, Blackman being quarantined, so a little difference in there. But when we come back, we'll have Pigskin Picks here on Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Team. This is a paid legal ad. I'm attorney John Day. One of our clients was operating a farm tractor when he was rear-ended by a tractor trailer. In an instant, his life was changed forever. We helped him receive a settlement that has given him financial security for the rest of his life. Now each case is different, and we can't promise this type of result for every case. But we can promise that when you hire the law offices of John Day, we'll work hard to help you. If you've been injured, call me at 615-867-9900. Pizza. People really take notice when you take the time to do something right. 
That's why Sir Pizza uses only the freshest ingredients in making their one-of-a-kind pizzas and specialty foods. Sir Pizza is proud to be locally owned and operated, which is why they strive for excellence in everything that they do. They live to see the smiles on the faces of each customer. I'll see you at Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan France Concrete. Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rutherford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts on West Murfield Boulevard. Jeff Mullins is here with me. Jeff, tell me about these silicone wedding bands. The groove bands are made out of silicone that actually are made for that athlete in the family. For people that do lots of activities with their hands, and I find that a lot of my customers, they have the nice wedding band that they wear, and when they decide they're going to go to the lake or the beach, they put on the groove ring. In fact, I've got one on right now. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts, 352 West Northfield Boulevard. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. For 60 years, Little Caesars has believed that every family has the right to pizza night, which is why our pizza is cooked at 475 degrees, never touched after, and available by non-contact carryout and free delivery. Peace of mind, always. Little Caesars Extra Most Bestest Pizza has extra cheese and the most pepperoni for just six bucks. Only a dummy would pay more for less toppings. Little Caesars in Murfreesboro with four locations. The Extra Most Bestest Pizza for just six bucks at Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. We're back here on Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees, and you know what time it is, Brian. You know what time. What What do we know? Oh, is this this pick thing that we participate in? Well, we haven't been paying much attention no, to it. No, not at all. I, but but it's, it's time for... Here's your commissioner, Clark Blair. Well, as always, I must start off as commissioner that I got a, uh, a complaint from an uh, anonymous complaint, by the way. Oh, wow. Anonymous complaint for the person in second place who's one game back complaining about the person in first place and a game change last week. But I did review the, uh, I did review it wasn't the for me. It wasn't for me. It was anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> it was anonymous. I the, okay, I, anonymous from the person in second place. I got it. No, I, got it. I didn't okay. complain. No, that's totally false by the commissioner. I'm going to file a complaint about that complaint. <laughs> I did review the recording, and the change was made before the end of Pigskin Picks. So, yes, uh, Brian and John both, again – it's hard to believe three times during the season that they've gone a perfect 11-0. and 0. Oh. oh, really? Yeah, oh, like, you know, the Reds had so many 
yeah, runs yeah, we yeah, scored. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brian, are you getting tired of carrying John on your back? He keeps calling you. Mr. Commissioner, could I actually have the, the total records, you know, like the wins and losses, just for – I'm going to write it down. Yes, okay. yes. So, uh, with your 11-0 week, Brian is now 47-8. and One game back, Mr. Dinkins, you are 46-9. and So, we haven't even gotten into double digits and losses yet? Wow. No, it, that's crazy going into week seven. Uh, I am 41 and 14 and six games back. Ooh. Uh, oh, Rod is 30, oh. 39 and 16 and eight games back. Get off. Guys, I, I don't want to be the, the bearer of bad news, but you guys better get on it because the, the season's get running out <laughs> fast. All I'm doing that- is, like you said, Commissioner – Hanging on the coattails of Brian Barrett. I'm just hanging on. <laughs> Said no one ever. This is 2020, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy year, isn't it? <laughs> so I, I need assistance with all this changing and games and things going. So if I make a mistake, somebody please call me out on that. All right, so we will start with Stewart's Creek and McGavick, Brian. Uh, I'm going with uh, Stewart's Creek. Of course, that that game is tonight. They're playing uh, uh, Thursday, and I think they're playing next Thursday as well, fall break week. So I'm going to go with uh, Stewart's Creek. Mr. Commissioner, I'm asking for a request. Can I wait to make my pick about eight forty-five or nine tonight? Is that would that be <laughs> would that be okay? I mean, it's, I don't. I don't think we'll still be on the air at that time. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going with Stewart's Creek. They're on a little bit of a roll. They had a big win last week, and I'm going to go with uh, Stewart's Creek. Uh, Brian, are all the national schools coming to Rufford County just so they can have fans? I I don't think so. I, I think they are playing some there, but I mean this. I think the first week that McGavick will will be able to actually see their kids play in some you know limited capacity. But yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going with the Creek, Ron. Oh, I have to go with the Creek too. McGavick has only played one game and got beat bad. All right. Really, a possibly a a, a big game. Surprising with the records is Rockville and Coffee County. Uh, there's still a fourth place up for grabs in the region. And so the Rockets, uh, I believe they're hosting at home Coffee County, Brian. Yeah. Uh, man, I tell you, this, I, I think on paper it does look like one of those games. You know, if Rockville has a solid game like they had earlier in the season versus Warren County, I think they've got a solid chance to win that. But um, I don't know. It's going to be hard to go against uh, Coffee County uh, in this one. So that's where I'm going to go. I want to go with Coffee County, and I think it will be a humdinger of a ball game. I yeah. think it could be – I think it will be fairly high scoring, and I think it will be close. All right. Do, well, I get any points, a- do I get any points for saying that? Or, I mean, no, nothing. <laughs> okay. Just checking. No. no. I'm going to go with the Rockets because I need a game, and I think they can do it. Yeah, but you need a game. All, and all, I'm – uh, I saw Coffee County in one game and uh, got a big uh, offensive line. Uh, quarterback is very solid. Uh, he was uh, one of the better quarterbacks last year. He got a good passing game, and they gave uh, Cookville all they wanted. They only lost by one last week, 21-20, so they're getting better. I'm going to go with Coffee County. I'm sinking deeper and deeper. All right, Cane Ridge versus Smyrna. 
Uh, man, this is this has been the game for the Bulldogs the last couple of years to try to get over the hump, and I, maybe this year is a little closer uh, than it has been. Um, but Cane Ridge, and and until you beat the king of the mountain, um, you are the king of the mountain. So I'm going to go begrudgingly with Cane Ridge. I think Cane Ridge has kind of got some speed too. I, I that's uh, that's one of the things I think that they have maybe advantage over so i'm going to go with cane ridge although it is at smyrna Mm -hmm. and that gives it a whole different look so don't rule out the bulldogs in this one just yet so clark you might want to go with them nice try john (laughs) (laughs) if i lose two if i lose two i'm down number rod so i'm going cane ridge (laughs) (laughs) okay this is this is possible year for Smyrna. Cane uh, Ridge has only played one game so far. They got more games in. Uh, they're on a roll, four out of five games. But Cane Ridge uh, has a lot of speed, and Smyrna really struggles with speed. They've had trouble with Independence, Cane Ridge, both the last couple of years. So I'm going to go with Cane Ridge. All right, Laverne taking on Overton, an improved Laverne team, and I think this would be a game that. Uh, would be one that we wouldn't think Laverne had a chance in, but they've been playing really well, and I think they have obviously found their game with their top running back. Right? Yeah, Ray Banners is is tough for anybody to um, to tackle and and bring down, and and he, if he has another great game, a couple hundred yards per game is kind of what he's been averaging. So it's going to be tough for them to stop them. I'm I'm going to go with the Wolverines in this one. I'm going to go with the Wolverines as well. I think Banner will be too much for Overton. And I just like the way the uh, – when they came back and won that Stewart's Creek game, I just, I've just i been impressed with Coach Woodward and the, what, the job he's doing there. So I'm going to go with the, the Laverne Wolverines. Well, this will be Overton's second game. And uh, we just got through talking about Cane Ridge and they put a hurting on them last week. So I will go with the uh, Wolverines as well. I think uh, John hit a point, and I think Laverne is more competitively tough this year than I've. They seem to be. I would wondered after the Lebanon game, but when they beat Stewart's Creek and came back, they showed us something. So I'm going to go with Laverne. All right, Eagleville, Lewis County. Lewis County has just been really the, you know, the team of of, of their region for years, and of course they're six and zero starting out, Brian. Yeah, it's it's kind of like um, Cane Ridge Smyrna. It's 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 uh, Lewis County Eagleville. You know, they they've been duking it out for the uh, the lead in the region's past few years. And despite this one being uh, at Eagleville, I'm going to have to go with Lewis County in this one. Boy, as much as I would love for the Eagleville Eagles to take this game, I'm going to have to go with Lewis County as well. I'm with you, John. I'd love to see an upset. I just don't. Uh, Eagleville's been struggling, and uh, Lewis County's just got too much for them. Well, Lewis County has only allowed uh, uh, 10 or less in all games but one, so their defense is strong. Moore County shut out Eagleville, so I have to go with Lewis County. All right. Kings Academy, Middle Tennessee Christian School, they're on the road at Kings Academy. Yeah, and that's in Seymour, and if you know where Seymour is or you know where Sevier County is in Sevierville, it's close enough by, so they've got a nice long road trip ahead, but um, – uh, King's Academy's been awfully tough this year, and many think we're going to contend for the region championship. So I'm going to go with the, the King's Academy. 
I'm going to go with Kings Academy, too, averaging 40 points a game. And, and Middle Tennessee Christian School's defense, I think, will keep that down. I just don't know if they can do as much offensively against them. So no, I'm going Kings so Academy. Either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I do think defensively they can be in the game. I just don't think they put enough points up. So I'm going to go with Kings Academy as well. You all said everything I would have, would have said, so I'm going with Kings Academy. All right. Well, we're going to have Oakland Blackman on WGNS, but, of course, Blackman unable to play this week. So Oakland luckily got a game, and they got a good one. Oakland's uh, going to go to Brentwood. Well, uh, Oakland ranked number uh, one in the state in the latest poll, and close behind is Maryville, and then a couple of steps down there at number five, you've got the Brentwood Bruins. Um, a lot of people think that this could be a prelude to a possible uh, Blue Cross Bowl matchup. So it should be a humdinger, and uh, Ron Crawford, former Riverdale assistant, uh, in that one. So um, I'm going to go with the Oakland Patriots to get one there on the road. Coach Creasy's not scared to play anybody. Uh, that's what I love about him. Uh, Brent Wood, they have nothing to lose. Uh, they'll still be undefeated in the region. And I, I, I respect Brent Wood for playing them because, you know, they could very easily have said no. Uh, and then it turns out to be a great matchup. And uh, so, but I'm going to go with Oakland. I'm going to ride my horse till it won't ride anymore. Well, and I, I think it's good for Oakland because sometimes we've seen in the region not having a good, strong team, you kind of question what Oakland has as far as if they get one of these close games. This will be close for about a half, I think, and I think you'll see uh, Oakland pull away. Well, um, Brentwood has an outstanding quarterback. they got a good receiving core, pretty good running team, good, good line. I would say that to me – uh, Oakland, Maryville, Ravenwood, Brentwood are the top four teams in the state to me. And this may, like someone mentioned, may be a prelude. So this is a big test for Oakland, but a big test for Brentwood. But I think Oakland still has too much. All right. So, guys, y'all had to move y'all's game tomorrow night over to Riverdale, where the Warriors will take on the Seagull Stars for homecoming. Yeah, at um, you know when we're choosing games, we like to try to do county matchups and and cover two local teams as, as we possibly can. That's why we had Oakland Blackman at first, and uh, the the Oakland thing came several days later. It does take a little time to plan, but um, I think the Warriors will be too much at home, especially after getting that uh, nine year monkey off their back by beating Blackman last week. They ought to be amped up and ready to go. They can't have a letdown, though, after a big rival game like that. Well, we do like to do two county teams, but also I like the principal a lot. So that's why we picked Riverdale. No, I'm kidding. We, you we like do, the but we do, we do like the We do like the principal. <laughs> and we like that guy that brings food. So that, that, was, a big, that was a big factor, too. So, but I'm going to go with Riverdale. I love what Will Kreisky's doing. I love what the offense is doing. Uh, I wish I knew an update on, on Holcomb. Uh, which our commissioner may be able to give us that that update. I'm not sure, but uh, I like I like Riverdale, particularly uh, in the front. Well, and I like the principal at Riverdale too, quite a bit. Really? And obviously, I'm gonna go with the Warriors. Now, uh, my insider information was, and I quote from the principal at Riverdale: "She has never seen somebody's finger look like that in an X-ray." 
And so a few pins later, and probably that's the end of the regular season for uh, young Mr. Holcomb. And the hope is probably playoffs. You know, I think their line and their running backs uh, can hold hold the fort. Uh, Hewitt did a great job in relief. He's not a thrower, and that's where Riverdale's game was really coming to. They were really getting to, you know, being multidimensional. So, uh, yeah, they can't overlook Seagull because they played really well against Warren County last week. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Seagull continues to slowly improve. We're not seeing it in the win column, but uh, 25-20 against Warren County was impressive. So who are you going with? Going with a warrior, oh, okay. of course. Okay. I can't get in trouble at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> Until the Oakland matchup, just saying. <laughs> Rod, you there? Okay, well, oh. I'm, I saw, of course, I see Seagull every week. A big improvement, like Clark said, especially their defense. They held uh, C.J. Taylor, who is very talented, very quick, very agile, uh, back. Held him to 188 yards. He thinks it's 188, but he got 300 against Blackman the week before. A good pursuit. Uh, got a little mighty might, about 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. Kendall Martin is just – has been transferred from a wide uh, uh, receiver to a running back, and uh, he had uh, two touchdowns in the game, one passing, one uh, rushing. Uh, but they don't have the quarterback level, even with even with uh, your quarterback out. Uh, I think the young kid that came in last week, he's a good runner, so this is all be ought to be a Riverdale game. All right, Commissioner, we've got to hurry. All right, so we we don't have a Titans game, so we can't lose that one this week. Three college games, Missouri at Tennessee. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Balls. Balls. Balls for me. Balls. All right. Uh, angry LSU versus Vandy. LSU. LSU. It's going to get ugly. I'm sorry, Vandy fans. LSU. And here's the toss-up, I guess, of the week. Western and middle. I'm going to go with the Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers for me. I'm trying to hold on to his back as long as I can. Brian's. Well, I've eaten it a couple times, but I'm going to go middle. And good. I can pass you up or tie you anyway. WKU. All right. There's your pigskin picks. All right. We'll take a break and wrap things up here on Primetime Sports. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. From personal tax preparation to business bookkeeping, payroll, and taxes, at Craig's Tax Service, our staff is here to help. Get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. As a former Seagull Star football player, I know the importance of the high school sports experience. Good luck to all county student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. And the Blue Raiders win again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. 
One thing I want to make sure former Murfreesboro Electric customers do, go to the app store and download the My MTEMC app. We're talking with Amy Byers. Go ahead and download My MTEMC. Your sign-on, your login, everything you have as a Murfreesboro Electric customer is going to follow you as you become a Middle Tennessee Electric member. Download My MTEMC. From dings and dents to full body work, Bowen's Body Shop has been trusted by Rutherford Countyans for over three decades. Let Jeff and Kyle Bowen put their years of experience to work for you. They have a large paint and body shop at 459 Middle Tennessee Boulevard with all their work done on site. If you have a fender bender or even worse, Bowen's Body Shop is the place to call. 896-0008. Family owned and operated. That's Bowen's Body Shop. 896-0008. Is your saving for retirement strategy involving the phrase, I'll get around to it someday? If so, we need to talk. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and when it comes to meeting your goals, time can be on your side, and there's no better time than now to get started towards your retirement goals. Give us a call, Lee Colvin, at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard. Balfour, Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. And that's going to do it for Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. want to thank Brian Barrett, Rod Edwards, Clark Blair. This is John Dinkins. No show next week. It's fall break. We'll be back in two weeks. So long, everybody.